From the 2010 U.S. Figure Skating Championships, this is The Ice Queens. And now your hosts, two women who know how to maximize the fun factor, Liz and Tori. Welcome to another episode of The Ice Queens, coming to you live from downtown Spokane, the Europa Pizzeria. I'm Liz, and I'm here with my partner, Tori. And we're here reporting from the National Figure Skating Championships in Spokane, Washington. We've had quite a weekend already. And we got two glasses of wine. <laughs> two glasses of wine in us already. And it's going to be a good podcast. Because, you we're, know, we're always better drunk and rogue. We're rogue and we're ready to roll. Exactly. All right. So we started off our competition um, obs- observing with... Uh, what was it? Friday? <laughs> yeah, Friday. We started Friday. <laughs> yeah. The competition started at 9, but we decided we needed to go to see a movie instead. Yeah. So we saw a movie, and then... <laughs> uh, up in the air, and we would recommend it yes. to our fans. Yes, definitely, definitely recommended. Um, and then we went back, and we saw the Pairs Short program. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the queens have a, have a really hard time with bad skating. And, you know, it was okay for the most part, but... Could have been better. And we did have to see some of our most hated pair of skaters, uh, Inoue and Baldwin. Yeah, it was hard to watch them. I was ready to puke in a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to just take another glass of wine, drink of wine there, (laughs) so I could start talking about Inoue and Baldwin again. So, um, so, you know, we probably just need to fast forward to the pair's free skate, right? Because there wasn't really much. Well, I guess we can say after after the short program... McLaughlin and Brubaker were in seventh place because it was a disaster. Uh, she fell on the side-by-side jumps and also fell on the death spiral, which hardly ever happens since it is one of the easier moves. So we knew right there they would not be going to the Olympics. Yeah, major choke, major meltdown. I had to text the producer all the way from the stands because it was such a major meltdown. You know, they've been the national champions for the last two years, so to watch them totally choke it up at the short program was really, um, I'm sure it was a shock to them. But, yeah, it was surprising that they did so poorly. But it just seemed like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Yep. Um, and then, you know, in one Baldwin, I don't even remember anything about that program. Um, in the short program, they uh, attempted the throw triple axle, and they did fall on it. But mm. they were in fourth place at the end of it, so. Yeah. And or then, were they in third? They were in third or fourth place. No, no, it's hard to remember with so many <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then, um, so then uh, yesterday, Saturday morning, we were able to see the pairs free skate. And there was some better skating in that one. Um, Denny and Barrett did win the short program and the free skate, and they skated well, very good in both programs. Right. They made no mistakes. They hit all their elements, and they won by quite a large margin. So they're looking strong. They need to work on the presentation, but they're looking strong, and possibly they'll probably be top 10 at the olympics yeah she was she's a very strong uh, skater on her own you could tell which is much more than you could say for the other women in the in the uh, pairs event because like kenna mclaughlin is was yeah is weak and a lot of the women really struggled with their especially their side-by-side jumps and we're just screaming from the stands like nobody in this competition could hardly get their spins in synchronized yeah that's what the u.s pairs need to work on side-by-side spins and side-by-side jumps yeah it was mistakes all over the place for pretty much every couple except for denny and barrett so um denny and barrett ended up winning it gonna go to the olympics they look good 
Although we do have to complain that their programs, uh, short programs, Firebird, long program, Shahrazad, we're tired of both of those pieces of music. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, which are pretty much the exact same program um, music that Evan Lysacek is using in his singles program, which and is it's ridiculous. Never a good thing. Um, and so, Inalan and Baldwin in the free skate ended up actually completing the throw triple axel. Right. They did have a good long program, but they ended up third, so that was a disappointment. They barely lost uh, second place. Like, what was it? Maybe five-tenths of a point. Yeah. But um, they were disappointed, and when they were skating at the end, um, we were getting a little bit sick because we were afraid that they would be making the Olympic mm -hmm. team, and we'd have to watch them at the Olympics again, but yeah. that did not happen, and they were disappointed. Um, they did skate good for them, but still... We John needs to retire. Yeah, and John made no um, bones about it to the Spokane media that he was disappointed in the judging and disappointed that they didn't get to go to the Olympics. And he should not be surprised. He knows that um, the judging's rigged. Exactly. And the very fact that he's bitching about it is why he doesn't win. And I don't know how he doesn't understand that. <laughs> but there's a lot of things John doesn't understand, like how his um, partner and fiance won't marry him after three years of being <laughs> engaged. Although now, you know, he should should actually be glad because he claims that now that they're not going to the Olympics, they'll have a lot more time to plan their wedding over the summer, which I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, we're not buying that they're getting married this summer. So, we don't expect to get an invitation to it. So one of the things we really love about um, going to these events is when the audience boos the judging. <laughs> <laughs> There's, as you know, always suspect judging, like we talked about in the world's, um, you know, total and complete rigging going on. Um, there was some bad judging in this event, and the audience definitely uh, made no bones about it. We don't know who the pair was, but they were placed very low, and they skated well, and the judges, or the audience flipped out and were booing big yeah. time. It was awesome. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> oh, we should back up a little bit and talk about the commentators, too, because, you know, um, we had, in our beautiful 200-level seats, <laughs> we had a nice view of the press area with um, your host for the event, Scott Hamilton, Sandra Bezik. And Tom Hammond sporting a um, sweater combination. How was the It was delicious. Thank you. It was, delicious. Delicious. It was <laughs> super good. I'm glad. Are you guys finished? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Get out of your way then. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. And then. I think she got the Sorry, Ed, you're going to have to edit <laughs> yeah, all that out. Or you can leave it in for a little flavor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just took our dessert away. It was delicious. We, we, we had, would recommend the pizza yes, and the would. dessert here at Europa. <laughs> yes. Pizzeria. Everything was excellent. Um, okay, so we had a great view of Tom Hammond. In, um, for the Pairs event, he didn't seem to like want to step it up at all because he was wearing a purple sweater. Um, well, I think it was because it must have been Casual Friday. Yeah, I think it was Casual Friday, exactly. <laughs> and then, um, you know, Sandra Bezik, I could observe her very clearly fixing her hair about thirty or 40,000 times during the course of the weekend. And wearing five-inch heels. And wearing five-inch heels, exactly. And then Scott, um, it was hard to tell if he was groaning or not, but we're pretty convinced he was. So we're going to have to watch that when we get home. Well, I'm sure during the men's program, he was groaning like nobody's business. Oh, my God. God, it's crazy. We'll talk about that later. It was very exciting. And then, you know, we just about threw up when we saw Andrea Joyce back there, and we're like, oh, boy. Do they not listen to the podcast? Do they not understand? Can't they just lock her in the truth booth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's clink our glasses to that one. <laughs> 
All right, so moving on to the uh, men's competition. Oh, um, wait, before the men's, we have to talk about how we went and got some autographs. Oh, yeah, well, you know. Um, ice, ice Queen Magic. Come ice Queen Magic did come through in the men's competition. So um, the short program, we'll talk first about Ryan Bradley because he is our new boyfriend and the Ice Queen's biggest fan, even though he doesn't necessarily know that. Um, <laughs> he was, you know, he's really great and he's a big fan favorite, but he did double his axle and I think another jump too. Right, during the show program. So he was in sixth place going into the long. So that we were sad, but then we went over to the mall because, you know, that's shopping, movies. Yeah. We got how, priorities. That's how we cope with figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing autographs. So we got in line and got to go up and get his autograph and we had our picture taken with him and I practically sat in his lap. She did. <laughs> and we are going to post the picture on our website probably, but you may, um, we will only be visible with big black rectangles <laughs> over our eyes because, you know, we do try to keep a low profile. Yes. Um, however, definitely, um, Tori was, as Tori was saying, um, Ryan Bradley was touched by the Ice Queen's magic. Right. I talked to him and I told him how the, um, we loved his long program and good luck and he thanked us and said to laugh as much as you can during the program. Yeah. And then today in the long in the free skate he blew the roof off. Yeah. Yeah. He probably he was... had the second highest score cuz I'm guessing Jeremy had the highest free skate but Brian was awesome. Ryan was awesome. He landed both of his quads and it was a great program. It was fun. Yeah, he yeah, two quad jumps. I mean, nobody in the other competition did that. Jeremy Abbott did one. So, um, yeah, hats off to Ryan Bradley. We love you. And the Queens are your biggest fans now. Yeah, the Ice Queen magic rubbed off on him, and uh, we love him. Yes. And he's a nice guy. And So, so he we give him the Ice Queen stamp of approval. Yes, and we promise we will not make fun of him like we will to the other ice, the other ice skaters that we don't like. That will um, be coming up shortly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although he narrowly missed going to uh, Vancouver, the Olympics, because he finished fourth. He got the pewter medal, which is a fine medal in any right. Yes. He's going to wear it well. He skated very well, and he ended up fourth. He was just too far back after the short program. He was like 13 points back from yeah. the top three, so that was just too much for him to make up with the free skate. Yeah, but he's super cute, and if... Um, and he has a cute butt, too. He does. And if I wasn't <laughs> such a cougar, he would be my new boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, producer. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, the awards for the worst outfits in the men's competition. There was pretty much a tie. I think that one of the skaters is pulling well, ahead, Well, one though. of the early skaters, um, I think he skated third or fourth, was this Michael Solonowski. And One. he had a super heinous outfit with gold chain thing going down his leg and arm. And then when we found out he was skating to Romeo and Juliet, it was all over. Yeah. Then I then I changed his last name to Colonoscopy. Right. <laughs> From Solonoscopy to Colonoscopy. We were, we were convinced it wasn't going to get any worse than that. But then yeah. our little buddy, Keegan Messing from Alaska, came out as the Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> And it was hideous. Oh, he was terrible. And we're pretty convinced he's he's being coached by a Jumpin' Joseph Object clone. <laughs> um, he's got long blonde hair. We had to get our binoculars out to see if it really was Jumpin' Joe or not, but um, it looks like an imposter. And <laughs> although he did have a super ugly outfit, he did skate well, and um, we did enjoy him because he was basically spazzing out yeah. there during the um, footwork. Yeah, and he didn't care. He was like, you know, he was just going crazy out there. He didn't seem to care that he was in the Nationals trying to, you know, hold that, on to 10th place or whatever he 
got. Well, we're sorry, Keegan. You do win for worst outfit yeah. at 2010. And that's National. really saying something, cons- <laughs> considering that Evan Lysacek is in the competition. <laughs> and Johnny. And we'll talk about that um, right now, actually. Let's talk about um, Johnny Weir. Um, one of my favorite things from the uh, weekend of the Nationals, and also one of my biggest regrets, is that I was not able to properly photograph a uh, sign that was hanging up in the arena that Julie is... <laughs> Edit. <laughs> Edit. That uh, Tori is convinced... <laughs> that... Uh... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we're starting over again. <laughs> Tori must compose herself. Okay, got a clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, producer, sorry about that. All right. So one of my favorite visuals that I saw while I was at the competition this weekend is a sign that Tori is convinced was actually created by someone who doesn't speak English. <laughs> um, by some Johnny Weir fans who do not speak English clearly. Um, it was a sort of rainbow-colored silhouette of Johnny um, with the words exquisite dominator on the ice. And this was um, posted on the on the boards directly across from us in the stands. And we were going to have our picture taken with it, but as soon as the medal ceremony happened, we noticed it was gone. It so was I'm gone. guessing they had to rip it down because Johnny did not win this competition. No, he did not. And that's our biggest regret of the weekend, but, you know. Exquisite dominator. <laughs> on the ice. Johnny Weir. <laughs> um, so, Johnny, finished third in the competition. Short program, clean... Long program clean also, but Johnny, we hate your outfits. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were almost blinded because of all <laughs> of the crystals or whatever the hell shininess was on there. And your music also stinks. Although you did skate good, no mistakes, but too slow. He's too slow and he does not have enough difficulty in his programs. There's no way he's going to win a medal at the Olympics with, with, I mean, he doesn't do a quad. He doesn't. His spins are not fast. His spins his are not fast. His footwork's not fast. She doesn't have enough technical content. No. I think other people are going to need to fall down Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, he's got his style and everything and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, judging by the other competition in the field on an international level, Johnny doesn't have a chance to win a medal. No. I just do, unless everybody chokes. But we will say that he is good to his fans, and we will talk about that at the end after we've talked about the other yes, ones. Yes, because we have some, you know, we had some intimate moments with Johnny after the competition. <laughs> um Okay, so the theme of Evan Lyschek is the SH sound. Ugh. He, um, we're not, we are not supportive of him anymore. No, after. he does not have the stamp of approval from the Ice Queens. No, he does not. Um, um, the short program, stated a good short program, ended up second. Well, Liz has not got to see any of the short programs this year, so it was her first experience seeing the bird feathers on the Firebird, and I don't believe that you were that impressed. No, and we had some fans behind us asking, what what is he wearing? Yeah, um, they were convinced. They said, is he a cat? And I had to inform them that he was a bird from <laughs> Firebird, and then it started making sense to them. But a cat. Hello. Yeah, and so um, he skated a clean short program, which is fine, boring, but fine. 
He then, did have a little trouble with the triple axel on the landing. Yeah, he stepped out of his triple axel. So he was landing. second going into the long program, but in the long program, we came out. He came out, and we're like, "Oh, he has a new outfit. It's got to be better." We were wrong. No, it was not better. So there was an, like I said, there's an SH theme going on with um, Evan. Um, the SH sound is very prevalent. Um, Tori was reading a lot of blogs about Evan, when which various fans referred to him as a douchebag. <laughs> Um, the queens do not condone that type of language, but we do see an SH theme going on because, um, so we have the douchebag, then we have the new gray top with ruching. Yes. Then we have some sort of weird plastic, black plastic shoulder pads that look like strings, which actually look like licorice. That's our second SH sound. Well, it's in case he gets hungry out there, he can just rip a little piece of licorice off of his shoulder. And eat right. It. So we have douche, rouge, licorice, and then pretty much that he looks like shit. <laughs> so those are the that's the sh theme that that Evan is working in this event. And when you watch the competition, you will not be impressed with his new outfit either. No. He better get rid of it by the Olympics because that is an automatic deduction. So he's basically a robot now. Um, All he, of his routines look exactly the same. The choreography. So you know I. I used to like him a lot, and I'm liking him less and less every season because all of his programs are exactly the same, and usually he wears all black. Yeah. Well, now he's really mixing it up with the gray and the sparkly belt that he had on. Not an improvement. So he, um, because he's got some pressure from all these other guys in the competition doing quads, he actually attempted to do his quad in the free skate. And it didn't go too well for him. He did splat on the quad, mm-hmm. and then on his triple axle, it was also shaky again. So he had a couple of mistakes, and he ended up second. He did not look that strong in the long program. No, he didn't. And um, so we'll talk about this later, but he also is not um, a friend he, to his fans. No. So he's off the list. Um, Evan... Um, we kept you on there as long as we could, but we can no longer anymore. Yes, it's it's over. Game over, man. <laughs> so let's move on to Jeremy Abbott. So Jeremy has come a long way in our eyes, from making the pig face to being a possible gold medal contender. Yuka is a very good influence. Yes, me. she is. And you hadn't seen his short program. It was great. Beatles medley. Um, he a shirt uh, outfit with no sequins or a bunch of crap on it. He skated clean. He skated great. He ended up in first place after the short. Right. He was a, like three or four points ahead after the short. So his, both of his programs are good. Um, they're completely different from me, from one another, and um, they're interesting and they're fun to watch. Yeah. And so um, Jeremy has my full support. Yes. And he was great, especially in the long program. He skated a beautiful program. He hit his quad and, of course, the triple axle. He made no mistakes. It was it was an awesome program. And it he, was. He won by, what, 20 points? Yeah, he won by, like, 25 points um, ahead of Evan. He looked very strong, and we see him as a definite medal contender definitely. at the Olympics. If especially. he skates like that again, it'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah, as that one guy said, bring home the gold, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, even the blue-collar workers were out to cheer on Jeremy Abbott bringing home the gold. Very impressed, and he had a decent outfit on for Mm -hmm. the long program and the short program, so he has immensely improved from last season. And he was in the pressure cooker. He skated absolutely last, and the skating order was, um, you know, by the top three, it was Johnny... Um, oh, it was Evan, Johnny, and then Jeremy, and yes. so he was in very last, and he, you it, know, it was, it was his, his it was his to lose, and he totally pulled it out. He he kicked he, ass he in the free skate. Away. Yeah, so if he can skate that well under that kind of pressure, we say hats off, Jeremy Abbott. Although unfortunately, his um, pig face reputation is preceding him because I saw that some people had. Um, 
awarded him with um, stuffed pigs yes. after he won. And I did see a pig balloon, too. Yeah, we did see a pig balloon in the concourse, which... We're convinced that that was for Jeremy. Yeah. So, but he also stayed out there to um, sign autographs for his fans, and um, he seemed like he was um, a little bit more of a fan favorite than certainly Evan Lysacek. Yeah, so after the ceremony, they could sign autographs and say hi to their fans, and Johnny, of course, ate it up like nobody's business. Yeah. He was preening and prancing around and hugging his fans and loving it, and Jeremy was also good, and so was Ryan, but... um, Evan douchebag Lysacek yeah. was had very douchey behavior and <laughs> um, signed no autographs and bolted for the back door and left as soon as he got his silver medal. So we cannot condone that, Evan. Yeah, you will see a conspicuous lack of lack of photos of um, Evan Lysacek except for the one I have of him in the middle of the ice bending over, <laughs> and that is because he didn't stick around to to see his fans or to do anything. Whereas we got some lovely pictures of um, Johnny Weir, of course, um, wrapped in his American flag and we also um got you know some pictures of jeremy abbott coming by us and stuff so you know they're really out there for the fans whereas evan could give to s-h-i-t's <laughs> <laughs> but oh and then i guess i should mention for a part of the competition i had an obstructed view <laughs> i had a guy with a bird nest hair in front of me and it basically took up a quarter of the eyes <laughs> and we've got some pictures of that too if you want to see we it. will post the picture you know also we appreciate your um support figure skating fans but please comb your hair um, use some product and um, stop obstructing our view because we're very important <laughs> celebrities in the figure skating world. I don't know if you realize that. We did have to throw around the do you know who we are a few times yeah. uh, this weekend to get what get things that we wanted. Um, did so, you mention that you saw your boyfriend? Paul? Oh my goodness. So the Queens had a lot of excitement this weekend. Um, the main thing was, okay, so back to back we had autograph signing with Ryan Bradley Followed by my all-time favorite figure skater, Paul, Paul Wiley. Wiley. And guess who was number one in line to get his autograph? Us. Uh, because Liz I talked to security, and I said, who, when's Paul going to be here? And they told me, and I'm like, can I be first in line? And the guy told me that it wasn't going to open up for 15 minutes, but one minute later, he was opening up and letting us go right in. Exactly. Um, Tori totally knows how to work it. Yeah. And um, Paul um, might have been a little scared. He was a, a little bit scared, but, you know, that was just because Tori tried to sit on his lap. <laughs> uh, and you may see a picture of that on the website as well, but her eye, she will have a rectangle over her eyes as well for the reasons that we've stated earlier. Um, also in the stands, we did have some celebrity sightings. Um, Ashley Wagner was down there. Um, and little, she's still not all there. Yeah, we're a little concerned about Ashley. We're not quite sure um, what she's all about, but we'll see how she skates next weekend. Unfortunately, I think that might work for her. Yeah, it, because that way she can be totally void of emotion or nervousness or any sort of, um, you know, anything that most people, most humans have to deal with um, that would affect their performance. So hopefully Ashley can just go out there and be the um, robotic skater that she is and just, you know, clean up next week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and in the, in the crowd, we had um, Brian Boitano. Oh, yeah. In the um, broadcasting booth, we had Peter Carruthers, and they did a little retrospective of Peter and his yeah, sister Kitty. Yeah, we got Kitty to see it, their long program from in, the 84 From 1984 Olympics. Olympics when they won the silver. And then um, they did a little um, interview with Frank Carroll, you know, our favorite, we our favorite coach. Although we are concerned about Frank's music choices and certainly his costume choices because he is coaching Evan Lysacek. Yeah. That is a problem. Um, 
And while we were in town, we also took in some culture. We saw a movie all about my friend Tori here called Young Victoria. And it was very good. We would also recommend that movie. Yeah. And her husband, Al, you know, shout out to you. <laughs> you were very good in that movie, too. Yes, you were. Um, so that's pretty much our experience here at Nationals so far. We've had a good time. We had lots of booze, um, lots of people falling in love with us, like Ryan Bradley, um, which is to be expected. Yeah. Um, you know, and... I saw some good skating, and um, I think that the men are going to do good at the Olympics. I think we can win a medal. Pairs, we're not winning a medal, but no. hopefully Denny and Barrett will have a good showing. Yeah, they're really solid and very consistent, so, you know, at least they can hopefully get in the top ten. They won't embarrass us. Yeah. And we're thinking um, Evan may never win another medal again unless he um, pulls his head out. Yeah. So we'll Just see. Um, he might go to Worlds again. You know, he was the he's the reigning world champion. He might be able to go to Worlds again and win a medal if nobody else shows up. Because mm -hmm. we are dealing with Yevgeny coming out of retirement um, to skate in the Olympics. Brian Joubert. Um, Jeremy. Uh, Daisuke. Oda. There's a lot of competition at yeah. the Olympics. So he's, Evan's going to have to skate a lot better than he did at this competition if he's going to win a medal. And without a reliable quad, it's going to be really tough. Yeah. And I don't think Johnny has a prayer. He doesn't have enough difficulty in his program. He's too slow. Yeah. Although we did appreciate him this weekend. Yes, we did. We appreciated his enthusiasm for the fans, yes. of which we are, you know, the biggest We're and the best. We're not Johnny Angels, but we do. Um, we are yeah. fans of him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't quite say he's an exquisite dominator on the ice. <laughs> but, you know, that's for the foreigners to decide. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to try and go scavenge some more pictures and get some more people to fall in love with us and um, get their autograph and get our picture taken with them. Because supposedly Jeremy Abbott's going to be at the mall, which, you know, we like to spend a lot of time at the mall. And we do like to be celebrities. Um, so we're probably going to head over there right now and see what we can do. Right. So we'll be talking with you all next weekend when we review the ladies and the ice dancing, which should be good stuff. It should be excellent. And um, also look for our Olympic preview show, which we're going to do, you know, whenever, whenever. we feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> or whenever the producer forces yeah, us to. exactly. <laughs> Sometime before the Olympics start. Um, the figure skating starts, I believe, on Valentine's. Valentine's Day, which is just, you know, just the perfect way to spend. I think um, we need to go dance to the 80s. We do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, producer, that's a plug. Um, <laughs> all right, so signing off for now from Spokane, Washington, the 2010 National Figure Skating Championships. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic... It must be Epic Deer.